You guys, I'm super excited about this episode of She's Crafts to Thrive because we're talking about color. It's the new year, so you might be thinking about redecorating, changing your logo up, your website, your brand colors, whatever the case may be. That's why I wanted to have this wonderful guest on. Her name is Minaj. She is a fine artist and color consultant who specializes in talking about the color psychology. Basically, she talks to you and shares with you how color can impact your moods, your feelings, and emotion positively or negatively. It's such a cool concept, and I think we all would love to hear how this affects us because it's affecting us every day. So please stay tuned to listen to Minaz's story, as well as different things that you may not know about that might be holding you back in your mindset because of the colors in your room. Welcome to She's Crafted to Thrive. I'm your host, Nikita Williams. And this show is for all the ladies who are making and creating things that they love. You will hear conversations about the real everyday struggles of juggling life and business while trying to maintain passion and harmony. As women, we have the skill of getting things done, but sometimes we get in our own way. It's here where you'll see that you're not alone. You'll discover that success does not mean perfection. Fear and negative thoughts and challenges are all a part of the journey. And on this podcast, you'll find the inspiration and tools you need to have a life and business that thrives. Welcome to the show, Mehnaz. I'm going to try to say it right. I know we were talking about it before the show, but um, ladies and gentlemen, this is a wonderful lady. I love her art. Um, As you heard in the intro, she is a color psychologist, which is pretty cool. And you guys know I'm in the middle of like redoing my house. So I'm super excited about this for multiple reasons. But welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Nikita. Um, So it's Mehnaz, but that's perfectly all right. However you want to say it, I don't (laughs) mind it. I know it's a little difficult. And yes, I'm a fine artist. And I use the principles of color psychology when it comes to creating my art. And what color psychology does it, it it talked about how colors influence the way you think, you behave, and your emotions. And uh, and if you're redoing your house, you're going to have some really good moments. Uh, and you'll think about why did you do a certain thing and how can you change that thing? <laughs> yeah, so I just painted my, my like, living space, like, like the kitchen, the living room, my office, the hallway, the guest bathroom. So I'm like, wow. uh-oh. Um, it, I didn't do the bedrooms yet, so that's okay. a good. So I didn't go all crazy, but I was just telling my husband this last night. I was like, oh my goodness, what if I learned something? And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I spent this money. <laughs> but uh, please tell us a little bit about how you got started in this and your story. We'd love to hear that. Yes. So... I have been painting ever since I was a little kid, but it was uh, just as a hobby and I never considered to be a career. And I think the number one reason is when I was growing up during that time, all the smart kids, they studied science and only the less smart ones went to study art. So all (laughs) I knew was, I mean, not even my parents said that to me or anybody said that to me, but all I knew was that I'm a smart kid, so I have to study science. (laughs) So I, (laughs) I have a... Mm, a bachelor's of science degree in computer science and then I went and did my MS in computer science and then I did an MBA and after all that I sat home with my kids for 10 years and uh, after 10 years when my 
third one, she turned three. That's when I decided it's time I can go back to work. What do I do now? I have this 10 years of gap. Uh, what do I do? So I started painting. And another reason I wanted to paint or I started uh, painting again was because, you know, during motherhood, there's a lot that goes on in a woman's life. Um, hormones and just you have this new baby, you have no idea how to handle this, you're in a new relationship and everything. And I was very depressed. Also, to add on to it, it was seasonal depression that would come here. I'm living in the Northeast, mm. six to eight months, you're a part of it. So using art and colors helped me a lot with... Um, motherhood and with all this depression and that's when I moved it that this is what my business is going to be about and just the way it helped me it can help others I, I believe I, I mean I've seen all mothers they're overwhelmed they have no idea what's going on and little things like everybody will relate to any mother will relate to is uh, the mess that we see in the house and we just get used to it so much that it doesn't bother us mm. but actually it uh, bothers your subconscious mind a lot so you know how mindfulness is a big thing these days and there's many mindset coaches and even in schools like as young as kindergarten children are learning about mindfulness so wow. understanding yeah. color psychology and using art the right way not as just as a decor um, is all about being conscious about your choices and about being mindful i I believe that. I mean, if we just look out in the world, like, just like, you know, you feel different. Like, if you just like, if you go to the beach, you feel completely calm. There's a reason why. Um, if you go up to the mountains and it's snowing, you feel all cozy. And then at some point you feel like, man, it's so bleak because it's all white. You know, there, it makes sense that, you know, color would have such a impact on our, on our minds and our brains. So I think right. it's really cool that you discovered that and have like melded that into your beautiful art because your art is beautiful I love because it's pink <laughs> I know and I mean it's more than just pink guys it's like flowers it's very beautiful tell us a little bit more about like your artistic style sure sure so um the first thing you pointed out I definitely take my cues from mother nature and everybody should it's mm -hmm. so obvious even when you're wearing something, what are you wearing? Have you seen those colors somewhere existing in Mother Nature? For example, red and black. In Mother Nature, red and black is a sign of caution. Yeah. So there are so, it's, it's infinite possibilities when you look at uh, what's happening in nature. And talking about this white, now you, you know, you will connect to this. You just said the white, <laughs> the snow everywhere. What happens is it looks great. So this morning when I woke up, it was all covered in white. It has been snowing for like, continuously for five hours that's mm. all covered in white this looks amazing right now but what eventually happens is most people go into depression and it's um you're feeling lazy and gloomy so what's happening is the psychology of white is that it looks uh unblemished and clear but eventually it shuts down your emotional noise so we're trying what happens is that we're escaping from what's happening in our life but actually that doesn't solve the problem. So it's like cocooning yourself. And that's mm. what so much of this snow and six months of cold does to us. That's why we need those colors. So uh, we should not be matching our interiors with the outdoors. Mm. In fact, looking what's missing and add that. And a great way to do uh, that is to use art. And 
about pink. So pink is used for many reasons. Just like you said, you love it when you are on my feet. Everybody tells me it's so calming, it's so relaxing, and uh, we just go to your feet to calm down. <laughs> and that is why I'm exactly using pink because the psychology of pink um, is that it helps ease tension, it soothes the viewer, it, so it calms you down. And, you know, we talk about pink being feminine, and this is also a big part of uh, what I do to change this concept that if pink is feminine, that's okay, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, we hear this all the time, I don't want this, it's pink, it's, it's too girly, so mm. what's wrong with it being girly? Because if it's girly and it's very, it's showing the, the femininity, that's a good thing. Because a woman is all about love, she's all about nurture, she's all about giving, yeah. but at the same time, today's woman is strong, she's confident, she's bold, she's doing everything. So that's a good thing. Yeah. If that's the mindset you have, that's a good thing. So bring more pink into your life. You need more love. The world needs more love. Mm -hmm. And this is what all my art is about. It's soothing the person, the viewer, having the piece of art in your home. And because if you notice, art is the only decor that goes on your wall so it goes in the vertical direction everything else you put in your space uh things on your coffee table or a console or a, sh a shelf and couches and everything is on the horizontal space so not only you're cluttering your space um by using your vertical space you have this direct um eye level so you get into eye contact easier and it makes the first impression so mm -hmm. you know when you walk out, uh, out of your room in the morning and you see this piece of art, that's what you see first because it's at eye level. Another thing what it does for us is elevate. It helps our eye move up whenever we're using our vertical space. It, it, it helps our eye move up and this creates the feeling of elevation and us human beings are naturally just attracted to things that elevate. We see this all the time in our life, like tall buildings, hot air balloon, like an airplane in the sky. You see an airplane every day, but you get excited. Oh, look, you show your children, there's an airplane. Right. So just anything that elevates the fee, uh, that feeling is good for us. Wow. Yeah. A lot of what you just said makes sense. Um, like, and it's cool. I was just talking about blush pink for one of the guest rooms because I, the colors in my house now are like the sea salt kind of oceany but not too oceany it's like a green but kind of with a hint of gray so it's not anyway it's really hard to explain because it's not like just one color um and then the rest of the house the other part of the house is like this soft mint i'm drawn to colors of the ocean because when i go to the ocean it is literally my happy place. I don't have to get in the water. Yes, I'm one of those people that I'm not a big fan of getting in the water, but I just love to go and hear the water and see the colors in the air. And so um, the other thing I love is sunsets and there's always these beautiful pinks and these right. hues of pink that are just like amazing that it's just like, wow, no one says, oh, that's just too that's too girly. They just say, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? They just say, wow, look at that beautiful sunset. Or that's So, you know, I, I totally agree with you about all of what you just said. Um, it does make a difference. And vertical. I mean, those things are, uh, you have to elevate our eyes to see those things. And, you know, you do have a better, I think elevating your head and your eyes makes you think better. Like, it makes you think more positively, look, like looking ahead. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's something that that, does yeah growth growth, growth. yes yeah Definitely. very cool very cool Definitely. so in your in your personal life 
you said earlier, you know, dealing with, you know, having kids and, you know, growing from, from that place I read on your website was like, yeah, I was, I'm a mother and I was supposed to be feeling happy, but I wasn't like, how, how did you, like, how did that come about? How did you recognize that that was actually happening? I think it was, I wanted to be happy. And um, so I, I believe that your mindset shift happens when your environment is in alignment with that mindset. I wanted to be happy, but my space was very dull and nothing was happening around and had children and it was it wasn't messy because I'm a big organization free, but I didn't care about like, I, I wouldn't decorate my space so much because my children would touch little things and I didn't want to be running after all the time or if somebody else is coming. And uh, it was just simple. There wasn't a lot of colors, you know, the concept of neutral, because even at that time, uh, it's like you want to do neutral because it works with everything and it's, uh, easier easy and then easy exactly i was going to say that go for a color that is easy to clean because the children are going to spill everything and it, it was just dull and boring and that's when i went back and started creating i realized that this these colors were making all the difference and then i started applying it and i could see the difference so that's when my environment and my mindset were in alignment they were both telling the same story and then um that's when I went, uh, got into color psychology and I did more research and started knowing about the traits of the colors, which uh, before that I did not know. So what do I want? Like uh, the other day, my son was feeling, just Sunday, my son was feeling really low. So I was like, go wear a yellow top. So it's the weather outside and these days the sunsets are early. So what we need is a happy color and yellow makes you happy. So now that's how I use colors and that's how I guide my mm -hmm. clients. Uh, depending on the emotions they want to feel. So we first talk about their emotions and the behavior they want to exhibit in their space, and then we choose a color palette for them. It's not based on what's trending out there, what's modern, uh, what you see on Pinterest. Uh, and this is also, you know, this is really good for the environment because once you do the grounding work, you're diving deep inside that what do you actually want from your space? You don't have to change into your into your decor every two to three months. And I know it's a big thing on social media, uh, and I'm I'm actually against it because it's not for the environment. And I would rather save that money for my kids' college than spending it on my decor. But you will not feel the need to do it every couple of months or even in years because you've done the grounding work. You know, you bring up such a good point. It's so interesting. Like, these are things that I don't think I thought about until I own my own home. Like, this is our mm -hmm. first house. So we've always been in apartments. So, of course, you know, apartments, you don't really, you don't spend the time usually to make it all fancy and pretty because you're like, I'm going to be living in like six, six months to a year, right? I so agree. I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> I'm, we're renting a temporary apartment right now because we relocated um, from Florida to back to New York. And I'm doing nothing here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna patch those holes. <laughs> but exactly. Yeah. So we, my husband and I, have always said, "Man, we have never really made a place our own. Like we've never made it like feel like us or feel complete or cozy like we would like it to feel." So we've been really like, I've been like maybe a little bit obsessive about it. So I'm like, because I don't plan. I am totally not the person who's like. I'm changing everything every three months. Like to me, that's insane. But right. 
when I talk to other people, they're like, what do you mean you're not going to, like, there's other women that are looking at me like, yeah, every so much, so often I go and I change this and I change, I get like maybe adding to your current decor, but no, they're like right. changing it completely. Right. And I was just telling a girlfriend of mine the other day, I was like, I don't have the time to do that. And I don't know why I would do that. Once I've gotten mm -hmm. it to a place that I really like feel comfortable with, why would I go through the effort of changing it all over again? I feel like that would make my life feel more hectic than anything. Correct. I agree. I, I'm the same way. Uh, every three months, that's not possible. There's so much going on in your life, work and with kids on, on the weekends. There's no time for me to go shopping. But uh, um of course, social media and brands, that's how they're creating the hype that you need to change it. This is new. This is in season. That's uh, not trendy. And I'm telling you, when you are running after trends, you're stuck in that rut. That's why you need the feel to change. But if you do that grounding work, and like you were talking about the colors in your space, I would start with what do you want to feel in that space? And that's how we're going to bring those colors. And which you did because of the sea, the ocean. Mm -hmm. Uh, you will not need that feel to change uh, all the time. Mm -hmm. And then again, it's not sustainable for the environment. We call it disposable decor. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. How much are you going to save? And then, you know, a little bit different from uh, the KonMari methodology. Why is it so famous? Like, you really need someone to come and tell you how to clean your clutter. But the thing is, by guiding and by helping you tidying up your space, you're actually clearing the clutter in your mind. And that sets you free. That makes you feel so good. Mm -hmm. And this is what happens when you're putting things in a closet, like I'm going to take this out next season or the season after, and you're not reusing it. It's all cluttering in your brain also. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, I just wanted to hop in here and interrupt the show real quick. We're talking about colors and business and mindset in our homes. So, of course, I have to share with you a new product that I have just been introduced to because me and my husband bought a home last year and one of the things we've been doing is filling it with things that we love um, so that our guests feel nice and comfy and we needed a new mattress. Our first time we had a guest place, like an official guest place for our guests to sleep. So we were really, really anxious on figuring out which mattress would be the most comfortable and cost effective. And you guys know I am a research crazy fiend. We found Oswell's home and it is in our house, in our guest room, and so far our guests love it and they think it's nice and comfy. The perfect thing is that it's compatible with a box spring, platforms, adjustable beds, and it's just overall very comfy. It's like the best of both worlds. A memory foam and coils like combined together. It's great for our guests. Now, if you want to know more, if you want to try this out for your home, follow the link in the show notes and they'll let Oswell know that I sent you and it'll help support the show. Also, you guys, you'll get free shipping, a 10-year limited warranty, and a 100-night risk-free trial. So check it out in the show notes. All right, back to the show. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense too. You know, I'm a big believer and I believe what the Bible says, which is keep things simple. Like there's a reason it's keeping things simple keeps life simple. Simple doesn't mean like plain. It doesn't mean ugly. It just means you Correct. discover. I love how you said you, you've done the groundwork. Like you figured out what it means to like make you feel whatever that emotion or feeling that you're lacking. And then you're good with that. Like to me, that makes a lot of sense. That's simple. That just keeps things simple. And you don't feel like you're just running around in circles constantly trying to figure out something new and something that you're not. Because I do believe a lot of people 
are chasing chasing the trends like you're saying and they're uh-huh. trying to be like you know pinterest famous or something <laughs> i don't know but you know i'm like great pinterest is great don't get me wrong i love me some pinterest right, right. but i'm looking at it to fulfill what i need not what the other way around i'm not trying to find my need in pinterest i'm just trying to find what i think would look good for what i need so if that makes any sense i don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> No, that totally does make sense because it's it's just not possible. So that's going to help you be happy with what you have and what you have put together. You, you're not going to be carried away. So in let's you're a creative person. You have your own creative business. How do you use this in your business? Like this concept of color theory and color, you know, psychology how do you use it to run your business i would imagine it has a lot to do with with that as well right so uh when you go on my instagram to see what it looks like it's all very pink and then a lot of people ask me they think that i always wear pink everything i have is pink <laughs> around me um which is not true i do wear pink for my branding because that's all my branding is and when people come to my feed or they are looking at my branding i want them to feel a certain way and that's what pink is. It's soothing, it's relaxing, it's calming, full of love and nurturing, and that's how they feel. So that's where I'm applying that. And um, I just want to add here, like color is so, so important in branding if we have a lot of businesses listening to us also. So, so important in branding because the first thing that your mind um, captures is color. So the shapes and the words come next. First thing subconsciously your mind captures is colors and uh, we see this, uh, let's take an example for uh, McDonald's, you know, so the children get so excited, <laughs> even if you never eat McDonald's, like my four-year-old, she's never eaten McDonald's, like, I'm done with junk food, like, ages ago, she's never even eaten it, she's just seen it on TV and anything, and still when she she sees the golden arches, she gets excited, I want to go to McDonald's, she has no <laughs> clue what they sell, what happens, so that's because the colors the yellow and the red are very strategically chosen to attract. And like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier, yellow is that happy color. It gets the kids excited and is, uh, they're happy. I want to go eat McDonald's and hungry and all those things. And uh, those are the emotions they feel. And then the behavior, they start jumping up and down. Their voice goes loud and yeah. the sound changes. So this is how they grab your attention. And um, going into more detail into this, the concept of fast food restaurant is everything happening really fast. So the environment that McDonald's has created helps us move fast. We quickly come in, quickly order, quickly eat, quickly go. On the other hand, let's look at Starbucks. The environment that Starbucks has created is to slow down, really, really slow down. Mm. Like enter Starbucks, you go slowly, you walk slowly, (laughs) you place your order slowly, like quietly, everything. Mm. And then you sit down for hours and hours and hours. And I want you to notice, anybody listening to us, next time when you go to these um, restaurants, there is no architectural element in there. They're just big boxes, just a big box room. There's nothing going on. It's the colors that is making you feel that certain way. Um, talk to anyone. I don't think most people, and I've done this poll so many times on my Instagram, most people don't go to Starbucks for the coffee. They go for the ambience. Yes, sitting there. so true. <laughs> exactly. So you see, what happens is Starbucks is playing, again, very strategically. You go there for the ambience, you sit down, and that's what drives the sale. I mean, you're spending hours, you're going to buy something, then you're going to buy lunch, and uh, whatever you do. So that's how they're attracting their clients. 
uh, and it's all in the colors. It's all in the colors in their environment. So, so they're green. Is Starbucks is green? Like their color is green and white, and like those really kind of like brown tones and blacks and right. Like that. So the greens kind of in their um in their logo is again connected to nature. It's more yeah. like it's not organic, but it's of course it's more expensive stuff. It's cleaner stuff. That's yeah. what the green in the logo is uh, is giving the signs to us. And the colors in the room, they're like dark and they're mm -hmm. cozy. And notice they have very high ceilings. So don't try to implement mm -hmm. that in your home because <laughs> your space is going to get ta look very dark. They have very high ceilings, so they can implement it. The idea is to cocoon you. And that's why you spend hours in it. Like seven, mm -hmm. eight hours people spend there. So wow. I went to college in New York City and we used to sit for five, six, seven hours with our um, laptops outside uh, in Starbucks. They have good Wi-Fi to attack, attract you. So it's that color and the undertones in that colors that's making you feel a certain way. It is also very essential, again, for businesses listening to us, um, wherever you work, your office, you have an office space or in your living room, your work is going to be really affected by your environment, what colors you have going on. You want to feel productive. There are colors that are going to help you feel productive, uh, motivated. You know, there's a fine line between feeling calm and relaxed and then feeling so calm that you're lazy. <laughs> so you want the stress-free calm for your office and you want the lazy thing for your bedroom. So there are minor changes. Mm. And um, I think one, one thing that's really important that I've not mentioned and saying all these things that color is affecting you, how is that happening in your brain? So uh, we know that color is not the property of the object we see. So when you look at an object, it reflects a wavelength of light back into mm -hmm. your eye mm -hmm. and your eye sends that signal to your brain. Your brain interprets it as a certain color. Right. And all of this processing in your brain happens in the same part where our emotions are processed. So this is why when you see a color, yeah. uh, your brain triggers an emotion. And whatever emotion you're feeling, uh, like the weather outside right now at this time, uh, the colors are making you feel lazy and gloomy, gloomy and down. And then your behavior is dependent on that emotion. Right. If you feel gloomy and lazy, you don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to get your chores done. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it's all affecting. And it, that's how the science connects to it. Um, mostly color is seen as a decoration, which is not the reality. Mm. So if you start using it purposefully and using its power, it's going to change your life. It's going to completely change your life. I, I, I kind of believe that. I kind of, I kind of definitely believe and see that. Um, I mean, I feel it. Like, I, I, I don't know if, if that's just like my personality where I, I'm very drawn to different colors because in my head, I, I am a very observant person and most people like are annoyed by my right. observantness. <laughs> They're like, please. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I am very emotional too. Like, it's so funny because over the years, I never thought I was emotional until I did the work <laughs> and was like, wow, I'm so emotional. I'm like really emotional. I'm really like sensitive about things. And I remember a lot of things based on what I remember seeing and feeling. So mm -hmm. I'm really good at like directions and finding places because I take it all in and people are like, you must have a photographic, a photographic memory. And I'm like, okay. no, I just... I just feel and remember things like so consistently. And so when it comes to color, there are like, there are times in my life where I don't remember all the details, but I remember the room. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and what was in the room and what it what was happening in the room and how I felt when I was in the room because it was there and I knew how so when I see those colors like for example Burger King <laughs> I don't like Burger King that much but every time I've had it it has a feeling for me like they're going through like of a um a change right now like a lot of the burger kings are changing what they look like on the outside they're becoming okay. more modern looking like okay. i don't know if that makes any sense and so they kind of have that you know i don't I, they have yellow and and it's the red and too red. Yes, it's the it's same thing right between restaurants yeah. exactly it's pizza hut uh, domino's has blue and yellow chick-fil-a all of these you can name all of yeah. these because they're for that class, like the children or the youngsters, and these are the colors that attract them first and triggers those emotions. You see, yeah. like they're consistently using yeah. using those colors. Yeah, that's that's what it does. So for years, I would go to Burger King chasing a feeling, and it has nothing to do with Burger King. And I didn't realize <laughs> this until like the last three years. I was away. I was in Florida, so we were in Florida just three years ago. We just moved to Atlanta. We just moved. Back. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and so my grandmother, when I was a little kid, they have a janitorial business. And we would go sometimes at night when I was like a teenager to help her with her cleaning and stuff. And she loved Burger King's French fries with their onion ring sauce or something like that. That's what she would love to do after we did our cleaning. She would love to eat it. And I'm, I mean, we were very close, very close to each other. And I do not like Burger King. Okay. I don't like it. I hate it actually, <laughs> but in Florida, I was away from my family. I was away from everything I knew and I found myself wanting Burger King. And I'm like, why do I want Burger King? And every time <laughs> I would see that stupid sign, I would be like, oh, I'm so excited. And I'm like, Nikita, why are you excited about Burger King? It's like, yuck. And I'm like, well, one, yellow is one of my favorite colors. I'm like, that's one reason. But I also attach that to my that happy feeling of seeing my grandmother and so it makes complete sense that the colors and emotions connect like it makes so much sense yes and um let me add to this like that this happens to everyone you're conscious about it not many people are conscious about it you figured it out it happens to everyone so our choices of colors are not rational it depends on three things it's about our experiences in life number one either like you just mentioned it was your experience in life which attracts you to certain colors and when you think of it next time you you will figure it out the second thing is our culture what mm. colors have specific importance in every culture so it's a lot about that what your family kept saying about it and the third thing is color psychology that's what affects uh subconsciously your mind knows you know your subconscious mind is a huge huge thing which we ignore all the time it knows a lot more and it's bothered by things uh, and that that's where color psychology comes in so these are the three reasons why you have a preference for a color and it's just not rational it's not like because it looks pretty now wow so if you were to give advice to someone who's decorating their office you guys this is so like different from any of the episodes we've had on the show <laughs> i love it i'm so excited um if you Let's let's take me, okay? I mean, why not? What if you have a blank space and you're looking to create, you know, a productive yet, you know, calm but fun kind of space? What are some colors that you should start thinking about to put into your space? Okay, so um, 
you want to stay away from the colors that are um, too soothing. And one color that you really want to stay away is the uh, gray, which is a mix of black and white. Skin, mm. which is seen as is very modern, which is coming, uh, is all around. But what gray does, gray is actually one of those colors that is has no positive traits. Mm. And uh, somebody might disagree with me because they'll say it makes me feel calming. But what it happens is it's again about cocooning yourself. It's about uh, shutting down the emotional noise. But over time, if you're stuck in that gray too much, instead of calming and relaxing, it will make you lazy and it will drain you out. And you'll notice that over period of time. Um, so we have 11 main colors and each color has a very different trait. So it cannot be replaced by another color and it depends on the saturation of the color. So if you're seriously considering to do this, I would suggest to sit down with a color psychologist and work on it. Uh, we talk about your emotions, the behavior you want to feel. We do a personality test, which helps uh, recognize what color palette you're going to fit into it. And once you have that color palette, you can take it with you anytime you're shopping, for your office, for your home, uh, anything. You just take out that color palette and you see if uh, that color belongs there. Is it is that color going to support your feelings or not? The way you want to, uh, the emotions you want in your space to feel. And it just helps. It just helps with, you know, easing the process out and then your home working in your benefit. Um, I'm going to give you a few options here by saying that red is a physically stimulating color. Mm -hmm. And depending on the saturation of the color, how much uh, on one side you have a very saturated red and the, on the other side you could have a softer red, which would be more like pink. Um, so that's uh, pink is going to be less physically stimulating whereas a red is going to be really physically stimulating. So I have mothers come in a lot of time and say, like, my child is overactively very hyper. What's going on? He's not sitting and doing his work, so I need to give him more exercises to do, or uh, he's eating something like he's eating sugar. But besides these things, you need to think about what's going on in your space. What are the colors in your space? How is that affecting your child? And then blue is a mentally, um, it's related to your mindset. So we see this again all the time. We are on Zoom right now. Their logo is blue. Facebook is blue. IBM is blue. Mm. All of these brands that are related to IT, computer science, it's all blue because that's what the message they're conveying. So blue is going to be your color for um, mentally stimulating. Mm. Again, how much, um, depending on the saturation, yellow is your emotional color and green is about balance balances between all of these colors so that's how you will be choosing what do you want to feel in your office space wow that was so like like i i, I got some knowledge laid on me there like yeah I, I i need to think about that because i'm attracted mostly to blues and greens like mm -hmm. in a space like it's so funny you said gray is like a nothing feeling like <laughs> i i i know technically Gray would look really good with what I have going on in my house, but I hate the color gray because I feel that what you just said. I feel like yeah, but what it's like nothing. 
what are right. like it's like <laughs> you will feel it if, over time and so you want to have some undertones to it you want to have some mm -hmm. color mixed into it yeah. uh, but also you want to be careful how much you're using so proportion is a huge thing what yeah. color you what proportion placement proportion so it's not like you know a two-minute thing that you can quickly go and pick out plays a huge role and why it's yeah. so important because it's triggering all these emotions in your mind and life is already too hectic and like you were saying you go to the beach to relax but that's not possible every day where you're right. living your home is where you need to have the right colors because that's where you spend most of your life yeah and that needs to be changed yeah. you can't always nobody can always take a vacation and change their ambience all the time yeah that's true wow well this was very educational and very cool like it's i mean i think it's pretty cool that this is part of what you do like for a living like you paint beautiful portrait like um flowers and decor and then you teach people how to make that work for their like like what a career like <laughs> what a job like that's so cool you know there's always so many things that i get to learn about amazing women like you that are doing things i'm like man who would have if you told me when I was in kindergarten <laughs> that this would be a thing, I would be like, I don't even understand what you're saying. Like, you know, that's so cool. Well, see, uh, I used to say I would empower women, and this is my way of empowering women, uh, because it's such a necessity in our lives. Just imagine if we were in a black and white world, what would you do? I mean, I told my daughter, my four-year-old, to go pick a banana. She knows which banana to pick, not the green one, the yellow one. But what if we were in a black and white world? So it's mm -hmm. so basic, so important, and it's such a necessity, and it can make a huge difference. So, and we just take it as secondary. Yeah, we do. We take it. We definitely take it for granted. We definitely, yes. We take a lot of things for granted. Let's just be real. Like a lot yeah. of things that we love and are like, oh, it's so wonderful. We take for granted, and we definitely. Well, how can we find you on like all the things? Do you have any cool things happening in your business that we should know about? So let us know. Yes. So um, everywhere on my website, Instagram, uh, Pinterest, it's Menas Khan Studio. And I'm sure you'll add it in the show notes. Yeah, I will. <laughs> uh, there is no spelling mistakes. Um, I'm the most active on Instagram. You can ask me any questions there. You can send me an email on my website. Uh, my artwork is available on the website and I have a free ebook, which is amazing. Uh, and it helps you do the grounding work. Uh, it takes you through, it's a three step, simple three step strategy, which uh, takes you to understand before choosing your colors, what sort of uh, feelings and emotions you should be going for. And then how should you evaluate your space? What elements you should be looking at? Like I mentioned that Starbucks has very dark walls, but you should not apply that to your home because of the architectural elements and many people confuse that a lot of times because when you're in a hotel you really like the ambience of the hotel but can you bring it into your space no so uh, considering that and then uh, finding an inspiration and what are you feeling those emotions in that inspiration and then um i send you a lot of emails and whatnot which helps you how to use that inspiration to pick out the colors and Make it that this will be really interesting. When um, I help clients pick out colors for their interior, uh, paint is the last color we choose. Mm. And when we are designing the palette, paint comes last. So that's mm. where many people go wrong. They choose paint as the first color, and that's where they mess up. You need to have your palette first before you enter a paint store, because 
just imagine, go to a paint store, you'll go crazy. I go crazy. I would <laughs> I go crazy. I would never go and choose my paint color there. And um, I'm sure you have heard this that light changes everything. Yes. Paint is hot and yes. change everything. So that's one thing that everybody talks about. The second thing is what colors are going around in your space. It's not only the light that makes the paint look different in different in your home. It's all the other colors in the paint store. And what colors do you have in your space? You see color because of the other colors existing. Um, an example would be if we are looking at a screen right now, we're reading something, you see the black writing because there's a white background. Mm -hmm. If the background was also black, would you see the writing? No, you're seeing the black because of the white. Mm -hmm. So this is why that color looks really different in your space. It happens so often with people that they bring something and you have to return it because it looks different because of the other colors going on in your environment. So once you have that color palette and you work according to that, you will not be making those mistakes. You'll have less returns. And uh, again, the paint would be right. Um, I think this will be very helpful for for most people who are creating brands or, or decorating your office. I just think it's such insightful information that you have. And I, I just love that you're sharing it with the world and people. And it's just Really cool. No, I'm glad to share it. Where can they find your ebook, your free ebook? Yes, we will put the link of the ebook in the show notes mm -hmm. and uh, they can sign up there. That's All right. The easiest way. And then everything else, Manas Home Studio. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, ladies, that's a wrap for this episode of She's Crafted to Thrive. Thank you so much for joining me. Please share with your friends and be sure to like and subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. In the meantime, check us out at she'scrafted.com to check out the show notes for all the goodies and things that we talked about. And there'll be links there for you guys. So in the meantime, just remember, you are crafted to thrive.